1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Carriker and Smallman. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. The Blues Booth is brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors. Boardwalk has three convenient locations. Manchester, Crestwood, or St. Peter. Or visit online at boardwalkhardwood.com. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line and our friend Darren Pang joins us. Panger and John Kelly will have the call for the Blues and the Coyotes tonight at Enterprise Center, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock face-off. Panger, good morning. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great, Randy and Michelle. How are you guys doing this morning?
1: Everything's good. How excited are you about seeing Scott Perunovich in an NHL regular season game?
0: Yeah, this has been a neat year, you know, seeing guys play their their first NHL games, starting with Jake Neighbors, and and then we saw Joel Hofer and, and, and now... Uh, Scott Prunovich and you know what, Randy? I I think the you know the um, gradual evolution of a player is kind of what we're seeing right here. We saw a, you know a highly touted Hobie Baker Award winner. We saw a guy that uh, we knew was a smaller guy, but he could move the puck. And then then we had a halt in it la- last year with everything going on and the injury that he had, uh, and the decision basically to take the year off and rehab it, and then to come back into training camp at uh, Traverse City. Randy, he was terrific in Traverse City. Then he comes here and he's good in camp. And uh <clears throat> but I think the Blues did the right thing. Get him down to the American Hockey League. Get him, you know, basically uh, you know, see where he's at there. I think I think you should go down to the American Hockey League and, and, and you should dominate there. So he's done that and uh and now he's got an opportunity to be here with the St. Louis Blues. So I'm I'm really excited about that. I'm also excited about the fact that, you know, it it looks like some players are, are closer uh to play in so i'm not sure what game it's going to be but i think that uh like a guy like oscar sunquist is knocking on the door now and and uh close to returning so um that's also great news so for as many negatives as the blues had with those late goals against i think there's some positives here coming in absolutely panger i want to circle back to perunovic for a second from a skill set standpoint how do you think that he can impact this blues team yeah well you know he's he's a he's a good puck mover, he's a good skater. Um, you know, he's not obviously not the biggest guy in the world, so you know that the uh the the opposition, you know, Arizona or any team that the Blues play, they they're going to want to force him into his own zone and and uh and keep him there, but I think he's I think Michelle what you're going to see is an intelligent player that once he gets the puck in his own zone that he makes good decisions getting it out. So he makes he makes that good first pass or he's going to skate the puck out. So um It'll be interesting to see when Tory Krug returns as well because you've got two, you know, Not I'm not going to say similar because Scott Perunovich has got a lot to prove before we put him in Tory Krug's category with how long tory has been successful in the NHL, but, you know, they, they do have some similarities in their game.
1: Panger, a couple of really entertaining games against really good teams this weekend, and the Blues dropped both on late goals. What do the Blues need to do to win
0: games like that? You need to make the last save. <laughs> well, I mean, it's you know, there's there's a couple of bad bad habits that I think kind of crept in there. Um, the game against um, Edmonton, it's easy to say this, but I didn't think our forwards tighten the gap well enough, especially when McDavid or Drysaitl are were on the ice. And this doesn't just mean the guys that are going up against them. I mean, we we often highlight. Okay, against this centerman, which the last game we said that Craig Berube at even strength will probably play Ryan O'Reilly up against Drysdale. That's a good matchup. And probably Robert Thomas with his skating ability up against Connor McDavid. But all that being said, when those guys are on the ice, everybody's got to come back hard. So I didn't think that there was enough urgency and, and uh, defending mentality uh, late in the games on, on either side of them. You can't just hope or wish or think that your goalie's going to make the save. There's a lot of scoring chances like, like Kyler uh, Yamamoto's that end up being hard chances to stop. So it, it seemed to me like the guys were just like, oh, well, he'll shoot the puck, our goalie will stop it, and then we'll go the other way. So I think that's one important thing to learn and and going forward is that the the horn hadn't sound yet, so play till the very end and play hard against the other team's players, no matter who they are, to the very end. Panger, a lot of conversation recently about Scandella and Pareco. When you look at that pairing, why do you think it hasn't really worked the way people expected it to? Well, I, I think it has worked at some times. Uh, there's been great moments, Michelle, with, with with the two, and then and then there's you know there's been some moments where you go, oh boy, they're they're a little off it. And when that's happened, I think Mike Van Ryan, who runs the D, has done a really good job of identifying that. And like that's why Cal Rosen, you know, ended up playing. 21 minutes, one game. You know, 22 minutes the other, the next game is because he thought there was something better there than how Scandella was playing. But you know, it, it's not just Marco um, and and how he plays with with for me with Pareco. It's also it's also Colts game as well, um, moving up the ice and closing gaps and playing harder d- defensively. Um, but it's it's something quite apparent that that's going to need some looking at. Um, and you know whether it's you know whether they break things up with you know when Krug comes back and Krug and Falk have been so good um, or does Perunovic get an opportunity there or does Jake Wallman get an opportunity there um, in certain parts of the game Uh, you know I'm sure they're trying to figure that out right now but the number one thing is people assume that Marco Scandella is going to replace Jay Bolmeister and that's Not going to happen. Jay Bollmeister is as close to a Hall of Fame defenseman and a defender the way he skates and you know, he really brought out the best in Colt Pareko, and there's just some times where we assume that's the same pairing. But, you know, it's just not, in all fairness to Marco Scandel, it's, it's it's not the same pairing.
1: Hey, Panger, one more thing from me, and that's in regard to the level of consistent success the Blues have had. I look at a team that's coming in tonight, Arizona, 0-9-1 on the road. they are thirteen and one overall. The last team we saw, Edmonton, look at all the number 1 overall picks and top 10 picks they've had. We've really been fortunate to watch the journeys of seasons that we've had here in St. Louis. Yes, we've only got one Stanley Cup championship out of it, but there's a lot of franchises, a lot of fan bases that would love to have seen what we've seen over the last 11 or 12 years.
0: Well, Randy, you're exactly right, and I think from a, you know, from a broadcaster standpoint, you can ask any one of us that have been here. It's my 13th season and um, I mean, I thank my lucky stars to be able to go to a rink every night in front of a capacity crowd an energetic crowd they love the game of hockey and to have a you know a general manager and a amateur scouting staff pro scouting staff you name it that have put together this team because you know i look around at my other fellow broadcasters and tyson nash comes to town tonight with arizona and i think to myself every night that's a real challenge (laughs) i mean Mm -hmm. so yes we are very very lucky and it goes to show you too that it doesn't always have to be high draft picks that that create a winning culture and environment i mean Look at I mean a guy like what, Jordan? Cairo <clears throat> was at thirty third or thirty fourth overall and you know, Robert Thomas goes twentieth overall and you know, and, and you know, you, you get your third and your fourth round picks, you you make good trades to get players like Braden Shannon, Ryan O'Reilly and now Bushnevich and and Brandon Saad as a UFA. I mean it just keeps going and going. So the window continues to be there for the St Louis Blues to win. And I think that's an extraordinary job by Doug Armstrong.
1: Panger, we'll be tuned in tonight. Thanks so much for the time. Always good to talk to you.
0: Yeah, thank you, guys. Have a great morning.